The old saying is good things come to those who wait. But long-time AFL hopeful Brodie McLaughlin needed more than patience. Brodie needed resilience. A broken leg in 2019, back injury in 21, COVID lockdowns in between necessitated all of that. He also needed an unwavering work ethic and a dedication to improve, rising from Bulleen Templestow to De La Salle to North Melbourne's VFL list and then to the Frankston Dolphins. And now, at the age of 25, to the Gold Coast Suns, via the pre-season supplemental selection period, and he has snared the club's last list spot. Brody, good morning to you. Thanks for your time. No, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Sam. You're on an AFL list. How does it feel? <sighs> Pretty surreal, mate. Just Even just that intro, to be honest, has, has given me goosebumps. It's, um, it's been a long journey, and it's, uh, it's pretty incredible that it's ended up like this. Take us through it then. I mean, uh, let's start with the here and now. You've been up there for a while though, haven't you? And we're speaking to you at the club uh, this morning up there at the Gold Coast. You were, you've been up there training for a while. You've been doing your best to, uh, to impress. Um, so what's the last sort of period of time been like just again, going through the audition process, if you like, and, and hoping for a shot? Yeah, exactly that. So it's, it's, yeah, it has been quite a while. I've been up here since the start of December. Um, so yeah, almost what, Two and a bit months, three months. Um, it's been pretty. It's been pretty full on. I won't lie. It's um. It's definitely been uh, a bit of a shock to the body. Some of the load that's been going on, but no, I've loved every second of it. It's been pretty incredible. Um, the last couple of weeks before getting signed were, were definitely pretty stressful when it was kind of getting to that uh, getting to that end date. But um, no, I just stuck with it, and and you know, the club's been great. They've really welcomed me and and kind of made me feel a part of it already. So I feel like I've been a part of the club for two and a bit months now, even though it's, I've only been signed for a week. Now, are they good poker players up there, Brody? Uh, Craig Cameron, the list manager, the coach, Stewie Jew and the like, did they keep their cards close to their chest? Did you have an indication that you were going to get this final spot or you were completely in the dark until they let you in on it? I reckon they should be going on the world tour, I think. They are <laughs> exceptional poker players. Didn't give me much at all, to be honest, the whole way. Um, and I think they were doing that probably for a reason, just to see how I coach with it. Um, but, yeah, I, I had... Had 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 real really no idea to be honest. So it could have gone either way. Um, well, for at least from my from my standpoint, but just had to stick with it and kind of learn to deal with that pressure. Every training session, every match sim, every weight session. You know, there's there's people watching, so you just kind of got to to learn to live with it. What do you think got you there in the end, Brody? And we're going to go back over your journey this morning because it's such a fascinating one and there's been so many um, you know, trials and tribulations. But Frankston last year, you really caught the eye, 24 goals from 12 games. I mean, this was the big the big season for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. So, look, it's, it's probably been the first year in oh, I don't even know how many years where I've actually just played consistent football. Um, like, it's been broken bones and COVID and all that. So I haven't been able to put together a season for I think four or five years, I played 24 games in four years. So I knew I had I had a, a real deep belief that I knew if I could, had that chance to play consistent football that I could show what I've got. I just was wasn't really gifted that opportunity. So finally, I was lucky last year to even after breaking my shoulder blade at the start of the year, I was able to come back for the last 12 games and and really thrive in the environment that they're growing down in Frankston, which is which is awesome. Um, you know, there's a good group of young people coming through, and and we're all pushing each other down there. Um, and yeah, I was just honestly, I think it was just as simple as lucky enough to just be able to get out on the park for an mm. extended period of time. So just before we might pause here for a moment, I mean, for those who are unfamiliar, what sort of player are you, uh, Brody? And what are your strengths? And what sort of um, what sort of shape are you? How tall are you? Can you take us through your, your strengths as a player? Yeah, sure thing. So I'm a forward. Um, I, I suppose I'd, I'd call myself a key forward, but it might be pushing it a little bit. Um, I'm a, I'm 193, so mm. kind of on that borderline. Um, and weigh just just under 90 kilos. So, 
I'm, I'm, I'm not the biggest fly. I'm not. I'm definitely no Tom Lynch or Tom Hawkins or anything like that. But um, I guess I'm kind of a bit more of a mobile and agile forward who can, you know, get up the ground, get back, really mobile. Um, my endurance is kind of a strength to me as well, and, and definitely my leading and marking. So hopefully I can bring that to the Suns. And you know, there's already a good group of forwards down here, but hopefully I can kind of push them along and we can push each other along. Yeah, and just reading about you, what you also have, it would appear, is just an insatiable work ethic. Like I love the the comments from Danny Ryan, the Frankston coach, a couple of years ago. Now he got a little bit tired of you hanging around the club after training for so long. They just wanted to lock up and go home, so they ended up doing what most clubs should probably do, and they gave you lock-up privileges so you could lock the club up yourself when you were done. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that is true. So yeah, I think it was pretty early into my stint at Frankston. They were just like, "Oh, we can't wait around anymore." He's the code lock up when you're done, mate. Um, which which was pretty cool. And and yeah, I, I think that's kind of what's got me here is is just yeah, no, I'm never giving up kind of mentality and just wanting to get everything I can out of it. I wasn't going to leave any regrets on the park, and I wasn't going to kind of die wondering I was either going to make it or not, not make it. And if I didn't make it, then I was going to give it everything I could. So. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely got uh, got me here today, I reckon. And what time are you leaving there of a night, Skybus Stadium? It was said to be 10 o'clock at night sometimes. <laughs> yeah, there was a few. It, it got a bit ridiculous at one stage, I think. So, you know, finish training, do some goal kicking, come in, do weights, have a stretch, have an ice bath. And, yeah, sometimes it wasn't leaving till 10, um, which I think it got a little bit out of hand when you're getting there at 4 o'clock after, you know, working during the day. It, was, um, it wasn't the most balanced life, I can definitely say that, but... Um, oh, look, you know, it, it, it's brought me here, so I wouldn't change a thing. Oh, it's hugely admirable. I'm going to want to ask you, though, what possesses someone to do that? I mean, now you're in your mid-20s. To, to always think that there was a chance you were going to make it, so therefore you put in the effort. I mean, were you given enough of an indication, despite all the setbacks that we've spoken about, that you might be good enough? Or was it just in unbelievable inner belief that, yes, I do belong there, I just need a clean run at it, and hence I'm going to stay at the footy club until 10 o'clock at night with a day job and studying or whatever else I'm doing. I mean, what what's the carrot? What's the What motivates you to keep doing that? Yeah, honestly, it's a good question, and I've, I've been asked it a bit, and, and I haven't really had a great answer, but I was thinking about it the other day, and I think you know, when I was young and juniors, I, I was really overlooked with all of NAB League, all of TAC League. Um, I didn't, didn't get a shot at it all, and, and I remember coming into my year 12 year and, you know, of course didn't get picked up for under 18. So I was, I just, I just stopped playing footy and I focused on study and, and I thought the dream was done. And it wasn't really until I went down to Bullion Temple Stove and, um, you know, my first, first year out of high school and, and was playing seniors and, and really thrived and had people start saying like, Oh, you, sh- you should be playing VFL football or, you know, you keep going, you could play AFL or something like that. And, and who knows whether that was true or not, but it, it kind of, um, it felt like I got a second chance. Like, I thought the dream was done and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, you can go through the VFL, you can get picked up as a mature age recruit. And, and since then, it's it's just been nonstop, I think. Like, feeling like you've lost your dream and then you're given that second second chance or that, that, that little bit of hope. Um, I've really just been unrelenting since then and, and pretty obsessive. And, yeah, over the journey, there's there's been little glimpses. Um, you know, people telling me, you know, when I was at North, you know, they're bringing me in like, oh, yeah, we really like to look at you. Maybe, maybe we'll develop you in-house and you might get picked up we might pick you up or, you know, come to Frankston, you know, you know, get a lot of talk from, from the club and from, from other people watching on. But um, I think like the thought of, from me, just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give up here until I've exhausted every option here because mm. I know how it felt to lose that dream. So I'm not going to give, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be in that situation again, unless it's I've given everything I can. Oh, yeah. And, and with all the injuries and your age, I imagine you are the last person to do this, but I mean, what level of, 
can't take this for granted do you possess at the moment? I mean, you must be. The club's going to have to save you from yourself up there, aren't they? Yeah, I, I think I think you're probably right. Um, yeah, there's there's no way I'll be taking this up for granted. I've, I mean, even since coming up here, I I had no idea that it would end up with me on the list. You know, I was trying out with two other players, looking for one list spot. You know, who knew who knew what was going to happen? So I said, from when I come up, I'm going to enjoy it. And if it lasts a week, it lasts a week. If it lasts forever, it lasts forever. But I'm um, I'm going to make the most of every every second. And yeah, like we've got a we've got a great group up here. But I'm I'm definitely not here just to kind of fill up the numbers and, and make up the numbers. I want to push to play as much AFL as I can and at least you know drive this group to, to hopefully achieve, achieve some success up here. So what sort of club have you found up there? I think from the outside, especially back down here where you're from uh, in Melbourne, we're a little bit fascinated by the Suns and the, the, the club culture and how it's steered and the players that are there. It's a young, exciting group. But what have you sort of found up there? Yeah, I've honestly fallen in love, I reckon. I, I, it's... I see a lot of myself in the Suns, to be honest. There's, it's probably a club that's been you know, a little bit underrated, and and to be honest, been an underdog club since it's come in, and and that's me. I, I feel like I'm an I've been an underdog my whole life. So I love I love the culture that we're building up here. Um, ever since I walked in the doors, there is this absolute hunger and determination to have success in finals, and and to have success in September. Um, like it, it's it's really kind of unashamedly where that's what we're driven for and everyone's on board the staff the players the coaches the physios ever since I walked in the door it was pretty overwhelming how driven and hungry and ambitious this group is and I, I want to be a part of it I, I want to make history up here I think so does everyone else we want to be pioneers of something great and, and do something which hasn't happened before up here so um, the culture's pretty outstanding and yeah as I said I see a lot of myself in the Suns I, I love I love the underdog story so yeah. hopefully we can um we can do something awesome up here. And when it came to proving yourself, you know, these dress rehearsals, if you like, and the match simulation and the scrimmages, who were you, who were you locking horns with up there, Brody? Yeah, I had a few different opponents, but I think probably one of the ones I faced the most was Sam Collins, which was, um, I think they might have done that on, pers- <laughs> uh, on purpose. Chuck me on, the, chuck me on the big dog and see how I go. I reckon. Um, yeah, he's, um, he's an outstanding competitor and, and I've loved playing on him. It's been pretty surreal standing next to him and he's been awesome. He's been teaching me kind of, you know, ways to improve my game and I think I've earned a little bit of his respect as well playing on him, which is, which is really awesome. And, and then he's told me that, which was, um, which was pretty surreal to hear as well. And then in the forward half, like where you ply your trade, I mean, you've got the prodigies there, if you like, the guys who have come through the traditional system, like the Ben Kings of the world. And then you've got the other guys who have had to do it tough, you know, the Marbio Charles, the Levi Casbolts. I mean, what's your relationship like with with all of those guys? Yeah, it's it's great. We've got an awesome forward group led by, you know, Brad Miller, who's an outstanding coach. Um, it's been pretty surreal actually coming up here and, and having – you know, they, they record every training session. They give you a thousand edits and I'm just soaking it in. Um, but the forward group as a whole is really good. We, we get around each other. We do a lot of stuff as a group. Um, and yeah, it's great. And, and I've got a good relationship with all of those, um, all of those guys. And, and they're always giving me advice, you know, Choli or, or Levi or, or Jack, uh, Jack Lacocious, whoever it might be, um, is always kind of getting, we're all pushing each other to do as, as good as we can. Um, it's a really competitive group. I, I wouldn't want to be as selectors for, for round one, but um yeah, it's great, and I think we're really, um, we're really pushing, pushing ourselves as hard as we can as a group. How have they set you up off the field up there, Brody? I mean, who are you living with, or are you on your own, or how does it sort of work? <laughs> it's been a pretty hectic last couple, uh, last week, to be honest, since finding out. So, I actually picked up a car yesterday, which which was very handy, um, and I should have a place to order. But at the moment, I'm staying with um, Ben Mabon, who's one of the staff members, who's an absolutely outstanding fellow. I'm staying with him and his fiance Sally, and. 
they got uh, got engaged about three days ago, four days ago. So I've definitely crashed the party a little bit, but <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, they're, they're awesome and. Um, yeah, I think everyone at the Suns has been really welcoming because I've stayed with a few people now, um, but definitely looking forward to have my own place um, in a few days. So as you canvas forward, which is a dangerous uh, thing to do, I suppose, but obviously speaking to you, even only for, for 10 or 12 minutes, I mean, you're hugely ambitious. What you, It's a team game, of course, but we all have our hopes and we all have our dreams. I mean, what would 2023 look like if it could unfold perfectly for you, Brody? I mean, what would it mean to you to even play one AFL game? Well, yeah, I mean... I am ambitious, but I think for me, it's just eyeing that one game. If I could, if I could debut, that'd be awesome, and then we'll see what we can go from there. But as I said, super competitive team. But uh, I'd love to see myself in that starting lineup, and I think I've got the ability to do it. Um, you know, I respect footy clubs, and I know you've got to earn your stripes, which I'm definitely looking to do. And it won't be easy with the with the team we've got, but uh, I'm going to give it everything I can because, as I said, I'm not here to make up the numbers. So. If I can do anything I can to, to get into this side and to help push this team along to hopefully achieve success in September, then I'm going to be doing it. That's that's for sure. Oh, Brody, it's been a pleasure to talk to you, mate. Well done on everything. I mean, your ability to stick out at your resilience, your hard work, and it's, it's been rewarded. And hopefully for you, it's just another stepping stone to, it, to a pretty amazing story that keeps unfolding. I really appreciate your time this morning. Oh, thanks, mate. I really appreciate it, Sam.